Nurse.com is proud to be a sponsor of the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. As the premier destination for nursing knowledge and resources, Nurse.com supports your passion for healthcare with an unrivaled collection of tools, articles, and courses tailored for the nursing community. Get your daily dose of things you need to know for your nursing journey. Discover the world of nursing like never before with Nurse.com. Empower your practice, advance your career, and enrich your knowledge. Nurse.com. It's your nurse life all in one place. You're listening to Ask Nurse Alice, presented by Nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Now, we nurses have been on the front line since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, yet oftentimes we've felt sometimes left out of very important decisions and planning around the COVID-19 pandemic and how it's been managed in the U.S., but... Make no doubt, we are the largest segment of the healthcare workforce. And again, for the 19th year in a row, voted the most trusted profession per the Gallup polls. So our voice matters. Your voice matters. And in fact, did you know that it's the nurse's recommendation that is one of the strongest predictors of how people are responding and behaving during the pandemic and will play a critical role as to whether an individual gets vaccinated or not? Our work is rooted in science and facts. It's delivered with compassion and one that must be culturally competent and executed with integrity. Our work is to care. So it's important that we stay educated, empowered, and enlightened with forms like this. So on today's show, I've invited a very special guest. She is the Director of Employee Health Services at Christiana Care in Delaware, and she is the family nurse practitioner who vaccinated our President-elect Joe Biden. Ms. Tabay Massey is going to share her journey and talk about her experiences and discuss some of the top questions that you, our nursing community, recently asked. Please welcome to the show, Ms. Tabay Massey. Hi there, how are you? Hi, fine, thank you. Thank you so much, Alice, for having me. Oh, we are so delighted to have you. And I mean, it's really, really exciting. I mean, this is, although we are in a world pandemic, you know, it's, it's a very exciting and proud moment for nurses. And I have to say, you know, watching you, you know, give a vaccine to, uh, you know, our president-elect, uh, you know, I, I was very proud of that. I mean, this is my first time meeting you, but it still ma- nevertheless makes me very proud. And I know you are very accomplished. You are very involved in your professional nursing organizations. And I know that for those of our viewers who are watching, um, because this is the million dollar question, a lot of people want to know, how did, were you uh, selected for such a high honor to be the nurse selected to give Joe Biden, his vaccine. We all want to know. Oh, Alice, thank you so much. Well, I am the director of employee health, and um, Christiana Care is is one of the largest organizations in Delaware, and we have thirteen thousand um, employees. The vast majority being nurses, of course, um, a huge medical dental staff, and I was at the planning phase within our hospital, the strategic planning phase of how we would get the vaccines, how they would move from the pharmacy all the way to the arm of the employee, um, and being the director of employee health, I played that crucial role. In, in that strategic planning of how we we get the vaccines, how we do the education, all levels of of employees, you know, even you know our um, language services and translation for those who have limited um, English competency, to ensure that all employees had that education, so that when the vaccines do come, 
that we're all comfortable and that we have access to get our questions answered. So my nurse practitioners and uh, practitioners at Employee Health and registered nurses um, that work at Christian Chris Employee Health, as well as our infection prevention um, specialists um, and the epidemiologist, Dr. Dries, of course, I have to give a shout out to her. Um, we all really made sure that the education was out. And so it's for the reason then, right, that the director of employee health had been at the front line in the organization to to be, you know, I was honored. I, it, was, it, it, was, it was a good honor. And it was a nod to nurses. Um, and my organization right. really has, has been at the forefront and a champion for nurses. We were excited to see you. And I have to say, you, you know, you said it so eloquently just in a few words, but I know that was a lot of work getting all of those people, stakeholders, processes in place to make sure that, you know, you dotted every I, crossed every T to make sure everyone was included and it was safe. So we appreciate you. And I think that some of the things that sometimes the public doesn't see that part, you know, they see you giving the vaccine, but they don't necessarily understand the depth of everything you did to organize that. That's a lot. It's effort, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Now, I know that, you know, the vaccines, Pfizer vaccines have been rolled out. Moderna was being delivered, and I believe some places have started to give those. Not everyone, as far as our healthcare professionals and nurses and nursing students who are watching, not all of us have had the opportunity to get our vaccine yet. And we're on one side of the fence usually. We're, you know, we're the one giving the care and the vaccines. But now we also have to be on the other fence. We are the health consumer. So in the video that we played, we saw you. Biden had some papers. You asked him, was he ready? And then, so can you just walk us through the process of, you know, how you prepared Joe Biden for his vaccine? The same way I do for all of my our fellow caregivers who come to us for vaccines. So with with this particular vaccine, and for us, it was the Pfizer biotech um, vaccine that we administered. And we had to do the emergency use authorization to make sure that the um, recipient gets it, understands it. Um, I, we talked about the V-safe, um, how to log on, register for the V-safe so you can report any symptoms. And then at, at, in my organization at Christiana Care, we developed a, a little you know, form, just a little, just some needs to know. And it was like, now that you've received the vaccine, now what? So it was a little fun, um, easy to read um, paper that I gave him, just, you know, to anticipate pre-guidance of sorts, if you would call it, the, the pediatric population, those anticipatory guidance, just to say, okay, this is some of the things to expect you know, soreness at the injection sites, you know, my allergies, just the regular things you would get with vaccines. Um, and, and, and also, you know, if you get more than the regular things, what are your next steps, what you should do? So um, that's what we did. And then for me, I always have to ask my patient, are you ready? You know, just so on the same page and they can anticipate that stick. And most times it's like, are you done? Yes, yes, I'm done. <laughs> and I asked, I said, do you want me to count to three? I do that for everyone. Because if you know, if you want me to count to three, I'll count to three. And on the third um, count, you'll get your shot. Um, but he, yeah. was, he was fine. He said, oh, you yeah. <laughs> All right, we heard his comment. He says, oh, just give it when you're ready. So he was prepared. But, you know, it's important that when, as nurses, uh, you guys, as you're watching that, you know, mm -hmm. I know that he was kind of, quote, VIP, but 
all of our patients are very important. So having a very uh, consistent and safe practice, if you do that with everyone, you know, you won't have to kind of get ready if you have a, a VIP person like Joe Biden. But, you know, I, I, it made me smile. So it's, you know what? I'm sure she's like this with everyone because I could see the kindness through your delivery. Now, you mentioned V-Safe. So let me and let me back up. So some of the nurses, you know, COVID-19 took us by storm. We're learning as we go. A lot of us are learning, you know, about the, the disease process, the signs and symptoms. You know, we're learning about all these medications that are you know, emergency approved for emergency use, like from the remdesivir, from, you know, when it was hydrochloroquine and all of these things. So we're learning on the go. And so some of us feel a little nervous, a little anxious about the vaccine ourselves. And it's not that we don't trust the science per se. It's just that it's happened so quickly and we haven't had the opportunity to learn it. Like, you know, in nursing school, you have your semester, you study your diabetes or hypertension, and you, you know, you know, all those things and you can go to so many American Heart Association, uh, you know, so many different sites to validate information. What would you say to nurses who are a little bit nervous or anxious about the vaccine? Oh, Alice, I first of all, I just want to give a shout out to all the nurses at the front line. It is hard enough um, to, to show up to work every day, to finish your shift, run home and take care of your family, let alone trying to study something new, totally understood. Um, I can tell you that in my organization, Employee Health Services, um, I have four nurse practitioners, myself being one, making it five. Um, we have a, a doctor of nursing practice. Um, one of us, uh, Lija Girish, is a doctor of nursing practice. Um, and we partner with infection prevention, which is one of, um, you know, infection prevention in our in, in our organization. And this group, we take the material, digest it, and, and put it out in you know long form, short form, frequently asked questions, multiple ways so so that our caregivers can can ingest that information. Little you know snippets here and there. But then we we have if you want to do a deeper dive, you have some time over the weekend. So I would recommend the same thing to nurses working all over the, the country, be it home health or in acute care, to, you know, if you don't if you're not part of a big organization that has an employee or occupational health services and an in-house infection prevention department, to partner up with um another system in your local area. And I know sometimes, you know, going into the CDC to just get all of that could be overwhelming. Um, so partnering with some of your local hospitals and getting that information down to all levels of nursing and having a place where they can get their questions answered because we have to believe in it first. We have to trust it first. Because as you said, nurses explain it. We, we explain it in layman terms. You know, that has always been our strength, right? You know, explaining um, what, what we know in the language and, 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 competencies of, of our patients. And so sometimes it's say nurses talk too much and talk too long, but we need to, we need to break it down. But until we understand it, we can't break it down. Um, and so for, for, for my organization, we helped build the processes, the job aids, the frequently asked questions. Um, and then we had, you know, employee health welcome. It's, it's a place where you can send your questions or 
ask an infection prevention question. Um, so at Christiana Care, we have those resources both internally and we also have an, out, an outward facing, um, it's just a Christiana Care um, portal, it's outward facing. So we could have, you know, all other healthcare professionals and nursing nurses in our community log on there who are not caregivers um, or employed by us, log on and get similar um, material to read in just videos um, that um, we, we put out. Dr. Dries, one of our providers, you know, infectious disease um, physician has put out quite a few videos. It really does help. I think it does. Because we're based, we have, you know, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, knowledge is power. And when, when you, you feel you'll feel more confident if you can understand what's happening, what's going on, we, you know, and, and nurses, again, you know, if, if there's something, if we never give a medication that we don't understand what it is or what it's for. So mm -hmm. I understand that with this vaccine coming so quickly, I think that's where our angst is because we've, we've, it's been ingrained in us. I can't give something unless I really, you know, nursing school, mechanism of action, half-life, you know, antidote, da, 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 all of these things. So you know, I just want to reassure everyone that, you know, the science is there, you know, the CDC, the FDA, the National Institute of Health, they've all looked at this data thus far, everything has been deemed safe. So now the our work that needs to be done is to learn more about the actual vaccine itself and the disease process, which, by the way, guys, we'll post in the on nurse.org, you can, there are links to sites you can go to. And in fact, the American Nurses Association has a free web series about COVID-19, everything and anything you want to know. I believe there's about 12 videos from the disease process to vaccines, to side effects, to everything. And we'll make sure that we post that in the link. And they're free videos where you can go and learn more about them. And as well, links to the CDC and FDA for other references. Now, I have an, another question. So, okay, so we're, we're learning more about the vaccine when I feel more confident about it than... You know, I think that'll relieve some of the stress and anxiety that we're having. But I'll also say we hear a lot of people say, you know, trust the science, the, the facts. Let's focus on the evidence while not always. And, you know, nurses, we care so much. We're, we provide that human touch the 24-7 around the clock when the, our physician colleagues and the respiratory therapists and no one's there. We're there. The public has a lot of fears and anxiety, some of that stemming from some very historical events that are rooted in social injustice, you know, health inequality, you know, going back to, you know, even the Tuskegee syphilis study. So we're not hearing as much about it, that reassurance on television, but we're hearing science and data and facts. How can we as nurses reconcile our own feelings and help to, you know, educate the public, even though we know that's in the background? It's an elephant in the room we you know we need to address it so we can get to the science what tools or suggestions do you have for nurses who find themselves a little bit in the middle because they don't know what to say to patients alice this is where we come in right we come in as nurses of color to bridge that gap so once we ingest the science, right? Because we, as nurses, we need the science to be able to even do that work. We need to know, as you said, mechanism of action all the way to side effects, what we need to watch out for. Um, so we can we can then call um, the, the practitioner on call, be it an APC or, or the physician on call to report something. Using that platform, you know, and I can also speak for my, my organization, Christiana Care, using that we, you know, what we do at Christiana Care is once we've educated our nurses, we're in the community as well. We've got CareView, that link, um, putting our face out there 
partnering with clergy, partnering with other organizations, your um, not-for-profit organizations in the community, right? We have to be present. We can't stay in, you know, as you said, talking about the science on television, we have to be in the community as well. And once we have our trusted partners in the community, the social workers, um, and, and it's a team sport, um, social worker, clergy, teachers are also trusted. Once we're able to, to bring that and explain it, what I said earlier, bring it down to the level that, you know, the person you're speaking to, not in this ivory tower, but the person you're speaking to, to answer the questions. No question is, is, is too, is, is, is an affront, right? If somebody has a question, let's answer it and, and let's find out, you know, let's meet people where they are. And, and, and then go from there. When you get it, it's the nursing assessment, right? You figure out what, where they're coming from. So then you can bring the message to them. You can start, meet them where they are and then build, build, um, the patient up so they can understand, but not just the one on one. We need to be in the community. Um, influencers like you and others, um, that because it's the social media world now, this is shut down. So our churches are not, uh, you know, and, and not face to face anymore. And, and the way it used to be coffee hour or the barbecue after church. Mm. Um, we don't have that. So in our communities, um, if we we can figure out how to bring this information to the grassroots mm -hmm. so yeah. we can have partners um, explain this and be present and be present as well. We cannot abdicate um, or, or stay away from our community. We have to be present um, so people exactly. see nowhere to come to. Exactly. So, guys, what that means is, a.k.a. Any and every group that you're in, you as a nurse are a leader. People are going to be looking, even if you're a nursing student or you're still doing your prerequisites, they know you're going to nursing school. So they're still going to ask you, you know, should I take the vaccine? And, you know, we get asked these questions all the time. My elbow hurts. What do you think this is? Because our voice matters. So it can be very important that you are helping to deliver, you know, the science information and help digest it to people, whether it's in your kids soccer group maybe they're meeting online maybe it's your church whether it's your you know your husband's football league that can't play right now but they're meeting on zoom anywhere and everywhere that people are you are nurse leaders and can, it's going to be very important to help champion the message and i do believe representation matters so i was very excited to see you as the nurse that was delivering the vaccine i'm just going to read some stats real quick according to the robert wood johnson foundation in iom 10.3 percent of nurses are black 8.8 .8 are Asian, 7% are Hispanic, and 72% are white. So, you know, th those are the stats right now. It's, it's my uh, belief that ideally one day we will have a workforce reflective of the patients that we treat. But also, you know, it's very important, guys. We need to be very culturally sensitive to the different patients that we're treating. And also in today's climate, when we're, you know, the day of everybody goes Facebook Live and you're, we're seeing all of these images, and you know some very harmful, hateful images, will I say? But as healthcare providers, as nurses, we're here to care. So our voice matters, and I really want to encourage you guys to to help champion the message of the very importance of this vaccine. Ms. Tabay, I have my last question for you. Any closing words to the millions of nurses who are on the front lines working tirelessly? I mean, you're you're in it. You've seen the days where we were, you know, fighting for PPE. We're short staffed. Our ICU beds are full to capacity. Even 
med surge beds, ER, we're full, 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 and we are working, the pedal is to the metal. <laughs> so I'm not sure how much longer we're going to be at this stage, you know, hopefully the vaccine will get better, but any closing words so we can keep our spirits up? Yes, um, thank you, Alice. Listen, to all the nurses at the front line, honestly, because, you know, it's the director of employee health, understanding that stress, because I say it right, they, they come to me and, 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 and it is, it is something. So self-care, self-care is important. And, you know, nurses, we can be our best champions, right? We, we can zoom in and, and figure out what each other is going through and meet ourselves, you know, meet each other where they are, give each other space to, to just have a moment, you know, um, and, and, and then we'll pull ourselves, um, back up. But we, we do need space at, at Christiana Care. We have a word saying you need to refill. You need to refill your your your, your stores um, and and giving each other other time. Just take a moment. You know, it's it's been a long it's it, it's been it's been a long time to take a moment. But light we have we we can see light at the end of the tunnel because this vaccine is just as I said one tool in our toolbox. The the social distancing doesn't stop. Um, the masking and the hand washing does not stop when we leave the hospital or when we leave um, our work settings. It continues at home. People are watching us. So, and, the, and they're copying what we do. So, when we're going to the grocery store and we're doing all of that, so we find ourselves in a little, like a fishbowl, you know, and it gets stressful. That is okay. Your nurse practitioner on call understands. <laughs> you know? And that's what I tell. I tell my, you know, I tell our caregivers, a Christian, like employee help. The nurse practitioner on call is here for you. You know, please make sure you call us if you need anything. So I'm sure in all, you know, the various organizations and, and hospitals and long-term care facilities that, you know, are staffed by, by a lot of nurses, um, that, you know, there probably is someone in the organization that, you you know, you could talk to that could get you some help. We have care for the caregiver, um, which, you know, is is a, a group um, headed by some nurses and, and physicians and as well as other um, non-social uh, workers and, 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 and licensed um, psychiatrists and psychologists. Care for the caregiver is so strong because this is peer support, somebody who's already gone through something. We have seen, because we're the front line, as you said, when the therapist leaves, when the physician leaves, the nurses are there. And we have been holding the hands of um, dying patients, dying of COVID, when their families are not allowed. As you know, their families are not allowed in when, you know, for, for COVID. But we are there and we are the surrogate parents, the surrogate um, daughters and sons, the surrogate um, siblings at the bedside of the dying. We have seen it. So my last word is for those of us who have seen the ravages of COVID, to take it out there in the community and say, this vaccine cannot be worse than what we have seen. It can't be worse. It is It is devastating. Um, and, and so from, from one nurse to another, Take care of yourself and encourage each other. Let's encourage each other to take the vaccine first. When you take it, then you can easily encourage someone else to take it. There is, there is just no room for any more devastation. It, it's enough already. So, so let's, let's do it.
Yes. Thank you so much for those kind words. Nurses, it's so important that we take care not only of our patients and their and families, but of ourselves because we need you at the front lines. We will need you today, tomorrow, and for weeks and months to come until we can get our arms around COVID-19 and end this pandemic. So Ms. Bay, I want to thank you so much. Again, I'm very honored and excited to see you delivering the vaccine to President-elect Joe Biden. I'm so glad that he was a role model in taking it first. So as an example, that's great. In the back of my mind, this is a little off record, but I'm also kind of hoping that maybe Joe Biden seems like he's a lot more receptive to nurses. Everybody are more receptive to nurses. He now appointed someone for COVID-19 advisory committee. Hopefully, maybe we'll see you somewhere in the cabinet or in the, <laughs> in the White House helping to advise so, you know, because you did a great job with your hospital, creating such a system and process. And, you know, we need good leaders. And I say we need nurses even beyond the bedside. Nurses, we are leaders everywhere, not just at, definitely at the bedside, but beyond the bedside. We are leaders everywhere in the community. I want you guys to know that. So, Mr. Bay, thank you so much for your service. We appreciate you for all the work that you've done, not only at your organization, but being a role model for all nurses on national television and helping to keep our president-elect healthy. I know Joe Biden's going to wear his mask and all those other things, but I'm glad you got him started with the vaccine. That's yeah. one piece of the puzzle, guys. Remember, as she said, your vaccine is just one tool. The masking, social distancing, washing our hands, avoiding large groups. That's going to be very important. And we are in a fishbowl. People are watching us. So let's lead by example. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education, and community resources.